Hello and welcome back to another episode of Bantu Lorencia. How are you all doing? I hope you're doing great. Now for today's episode, I'm going to be reacting to the BBC documentary about T.B. Joshua and his disciples. If you haven't watched that, um, this is going to be a spoiler. Please go on YouTube and um, watch the three-part documentary, almost three hours, and um, make up your mind regarding what happened. I am just going to be reacting based on my opinions. Now... As we Nigerians, or the whole world, we know Synagogue Church of All Nations, but particularly Nigerians, we knew something fishy was going on. There was always one story coming out on the press, then there was no internet like that, so it's always on the newspaper, TV stations, you're always hearing about TB Joshua this, TB Joshua that, even the pastors at that at some point were even against him. But he was very heavy into humanitarian services he helped the widows he helped the cripple it is one church that you go to and you see cripple lined up on the streets they are being fed um a whole lot of crippled from the north actually moved to lagos at some point because of the treatment that um, they received from tb joshua he helped a whole lot of people he was generous like that so but you always hear things you always hear People talking about T.B. Joshua, things that he's doing, things that he's done, this and that, that and that. BBC did a three hours, three part documentary um, documenting his uh, the interviews from his disciples claiming or alleging he was a ritualist, he was a rapist, he's um, an abuser, he's, they, they, they said a whole lot of things about T.B. Joshua. Now... I will just play some of the clip for you to see what, kind of in a nutshell, what the whole documentary is all about. Now watch this. The God I was introduced to is evil. This is the same God that would sleep with us. This is the same God that would beat us up. You have no idea of what I went through. Everybody wanted the privilege to meet this big giant called TB Joshua. Nothing is as strong as love. I love you. The first time I met him, he looked loving. Not knowing that behind that was a sadist, a psychopath. There was a system in there that he used to abuse these women. He's the one that crafted the building of his apartment. The whole building was just designed to keep secret. I call a lady. Prophet wants to see you. He will tell you the specific staircase that this person should come. I felt like there was a beast, like this beast. I was screaming and he was whispering in my ear that you should stop, stop acting like a baby. He kept forcing himself on me. He assured me the more I made him happy, God would be happy with me. You know it, you skip your first period, you skip your second period and you have to talk. If any of us got pregnant, we have to do something about it. I witnessed a lot of abortions. They started doing it inside the synagogue. You'd be taken to this clinic of his. It could have killed us. I never had a choice whether I could keep a, a potential child or not. I had three abortions at the synagogue. I wanted to be connected to God. That's why I stayed there. That's why I keep trying my very best. <laughs> now, if you don't know T.B. Joshua, T.B. Joshua is a Nigerian 
pastor. Um, he's one of the top mega pastors, had a mega church. In fact, the whole street was the synagogue street. Um, there was so much going on. People were traveling from far and wide to attend his churches. At some point, even the mega pastors were kind of um, jealous of him because he was the pastor that got politicians. All these ones that politicians are fighting to go to their churches right now, T.B. Joshua was that guy. There was a point in time when um, Pastor Chris Oyakilome actually went to his church, knelt in front of him. He kind of put a rod or kind of blessed him. That got a whole lot of people talking because they said, we know who T.B. Joshua is. We thought you were a man of God for you to have gone to T.B. Joshua knelt in front of him and he blessed you. A whole lot of people left Christ's embassy at that time. But the point is, there has always been chatters about T.B. Joshua. There's always been stories about T.B. Joshua. There's always been disciples coming out to talk about the atrocities. Two disciples, Bisola and um, this other guy, I can't remember his name right now, they came out, they did a video on YouTube. Then YouTube wasn't what it is today. They talked about, you know, how they helped him. They brought virgins. So my point is that the BBC documentary is not new. We've heard these things. We have in the tabloids, in the on telly, on the internet. But I think BBC kind of took it in a larger scale. They have the platform. They were able to get other disciples to join in the interview, even his daughter. I mean, T.B. Joshua had a daughter who he tortured, according to her and other disciples. He was ashamed that um, she was born because he was married. He had his own kids, he had his own family. He had an affair. Uh, the lady got pregnant, had the daughter, and for some reason she brought it, brought the child to TB Joshua, thinking, okay, my child is going to have a better life, and that did not happen. He literally tortured this girl. He made people torture her. He made the whole disciples. This is where my, <laughs> I, I find it difficult to, I, I understand their pain. I understand that they went through a lot. I understand that, you know, no human being should go through what they went through. I understand that they were brainwashed and all that. But where does your humanity come in? There is a child, a child that you, you all sat down, watched her dad torture her. You all joined hand in torturing this girl. You locked her up. You prevented like, you tortured people. I understand they were saying, oh, um, T.B. Joshua is this, T.B. Joshua. He was, you joined in those actions. I am not diminishing their pain. I am not diminishing anything. But I think at some point, there has to be accountability. We have other people online right now defending T.B. Joshua, saying that, oh, why did BBC do it when he, he has passed on? They did not talk about the royal family. They did not do this. They did not do that. Excuse me. Excuse me. If we as a nation, we have journalists, we have TV stations, we have a lot of people that could do actually do investigative journalism and bring these things to light. If we as a nation could not do that, it's an indictment on us. And then somebody, you know, is doing that because they have the platform, they have the name, they have the money, they have the resources. And then you're saying, why are they doing it now? 
why is it that okay he passed on and they are doing it he passed nobody was expecting him to pass on at the age of 57 they were already filming the documentary when they learned of his passing even the church right now they are not addressing anything they are just keeping quiet saying oh there's always been allegation there is no smoke without fire they're saying there always been allegations people accusing him people doing this people doing that what is your man of god doing a lot of people are saying touch not my anointed your anointed man of god is allegedly a rapist your anointed man of god carried out several uh, um terminated several pregnancies of young teenagers who he got pregnant because apparently he likes virgins so when they give him virgins because they are locked up in the house they can't even go to say okay let me go to the hospital to get after pills or anything like that that does not happen they get pregnant there they they they, they even have a clinic in the synagogue church of all nations where abortions are carried out the elders knew the women knew and they will come to church and they will pray they will see miracles some people say oh regardless of what he's doing god used him there is a man that said all those things are lies he uses black magic he actually carries out rituals for this guy or for this man or for listen i am pissed it's high time that we sit down and actually know god for ourselves it's high time we sit down and become more spiritual instead of religious there was a church in i think was it in kenya or where that the pastor literally starved the congregation to death we're talking about hundreds of people hundreds children women and his own family are okay they are fine but he 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 starved people these are the things we're talking about. When you look at then TB Joshua, you look at all the whole miracles he was performing. You see people coming there because they they don't have money. Somebody with you know a, 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 a wound on the leg or something that you could see just needed medical attention. But because that person doesn't have money to go to the hospital, they will come for healing. And according to the disciples, what happens is that they have doctors that actually take care of those people, give them medication, they recover. It takes sometimes three months, six months, a whole lot of times for them to heal. But when they are showing those things on TV, they'll bring um, before and after and they will say it's three days later, the person got healed. Bistola is actually the chief editor. She said she edits these things. She knew. So we have people who worked with this man. We have people who helped cover up or helped bring virgins. They themselves, they were abused, they were raped. They, 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 so much went on in the synagogue. These people are coming out to share their stories. But a whole lot of people are saying, touch not my anointed. Your anointed was busy touching virgins. Your anointed was busy raping people. Your anointed was busy creating. Like he, he had pictures of the disciples. Chucking them knives or whatever fetish thing he was doing at that point. 
who anointed you anointed and you know you see people defending these things and you you just want to know why why these are the experiences i am not saying tb joshua did not do good he was a humanitarian he dashed money he helped people he did a whole lot of good but th does that take away from the fact that this man was abusive this man got a whole lot of teenagers pregnant this man actually had a clinic abortion clinic in his church where the members knew about it the women knew about it everybody the people you surround yourself with matters a lot. It matters a lot. If you if you have this herd mentality, then you are you are going to you're going to you're going to regret it one day. You're going to regret it. If you see somebody who is controlling, it, you know, it starts in a very subtle way. Like, oh, somebody telling you, you, you know this thing is black and the person is telling you, you know, is white, trying to play mind games. Once I see anybody playing mind games, once I see somebody trying to undermine my intelligence, you are going to get it hot, hot. Like, by the time I finish with you, you go and think about your life. You will think about your life because it starts very small. It starts very small. If you have not been through that, I understand that he, he goes after younger people and literally groom them. But if you don't recognize those signs, you are literally going to be, because you get to a point where you'll be like, okay, what? What's the point? Who wants me? Because at that point, they've brainwashed you. They've made you feel worthless. They've made you feel you, you're, not, you're not enough. Anybody that goes to church, or especially those fanatics, most times they have a need. They have a void that they are thinking, okay, this man of God is going to help me with, or this religion is going to help me with. If you look at the, the stories of the disciples, the ones that came from the UK, the other one said she was gay, so she wanted to be healed, or she, she wanted God to take away the gayness from her. When she saw the tape of T.B. Joshua, she thought this man could help me. T.B. Joshua not only according to her, raped her, he tortured her, she did not get sleep. The other one said her mom passed away from cancer, so she needed God. She was like, okay, there's, she, she saw the tapes and she saw he was healing people with cancer. She felt there is a cure for this thing. I need to follow this man just in case maybe it's hereditary. That was how she got involved. There is always a need. There is always a void. Look at yourself. Find out, do, do, do I feel any void? Do I, do I have a need that I think that another human being can feel? Do I have a void in my life that I think this is how they get you? This is how they get you. If there is something in your life that you think it's a need or is a void that I, something must fill it in, don't use religion. Don't use pastors. Don't do, don't fill that void with another human being. Because once that person sees that you need them, once a person knows you need them, 
I can tell you this for free. That is when they try to manipulate you, gaslight you, control you, tell you things. Listen, feel yourself be 100%. I know it's it's impossible to be, be 100%, but make sure that if there is a if you have a need in you, if there is something you're crying to God for, don't fill that void with another human being. Don't fill that with a husband, don't fill that with a child, don't fill that with material things. Try to to be whole. Try to Medi meditation helps a lot. It does help a lot. Because once you start looking for somebody to fill a void, it's, it's not going to end well. It will not end well. A whole lot of people are sitting down saying, oh, what up? See, 99% of Nigerian pastors, it is business. It is business. People are saying, no, ah, God called this one. God called that one. God did this one. God did that one. The Bible said, ye are gods. Ye are gods. He is the man of God. What am I? Am I, I, I am a daughter of, I'm a child of God. The power you think you have, I have it. The grace you think you have, I have it. The glory you think you have, I have it. I don't need you to pray to God for me. I am a child of God. I can actually go to God and tell God my, my, my problems. The way you think you're blessed, I am blessed. But because these people have this, you know, people rallying around them. Are we talking about tithes? People take pay tithes, people sow seed, people do first fruit, people, you know, give to God, we're not even talking about offering. The church has free labor. You see people working in the church from January to December enriching the pastors. Look at these disciples. They started with him. They started with the synagogue church. They literally built that church. But do they have any stake in it? They don't. They don't have a stake in it. Today, it's being run by his wife, the family. They are billionaires. And these guys are just traumatized from what they went through. Before you start building somebody up, before you start saying, oh, this is our papa in the Lord, our mama in the Lord, our daddy Jew, our mommy Jew, before you start building people, make sure yourself, you are whole. So that it will be easier for you to walk away because once you make somebody your source, source of happiness, source of income, source of whatever, source of... Once you make somebody your source, that person can do whatever they want to do with you. That, and it will be very difficult for you to detach yourself from that because that is your source of whatever you made that person. 2024, we should learn... Be spiritual. Don't be religious. Leave daddy Jew and mommy Jew alone. Leave that man of God. You are also a child of God. The way they are ch children of God, or that is this, the way you see them, that pedestal you put them on, you have the same grace. You have the same grace. We all are children of God. 
The Bible says ye are gods. Believe it. Just the way you're going to believe in that pastor, just the way you're going to believe in that G.O., believe in yourself. Believe that God has given you every authority. Believe in that authority. Don't believe in, oh, the God of Pastor T.B. Joshua, the God of Pastor Jerry, the God of Pastor Chris Oyakilome, the God of, you know, are you, what? <sighs> you know what? <laughs> mm. I am just going to stop. I am just going to stop at this point. Anyway, that is my reaction from um, the, you know, recent video released by BBC. I think we should talk more about the consequences of our beliefs. We should, we should look into that. Thank you very much for watching today's episode. Please like, 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 and share. Thank you very much. Bye-bye.